right. Welcome back, guys. This is Mike here, Financial Fridays, and we're with Steve Parisi from IBC Global. Steve, let's talk to some financial advisors out there and some insurance professionals. So Steve and I have been working together for quite a while now, uh, probably going on seven or eight years, and I've watched Steve's business grow. Very impressive. Talk about... Um, Today, there's been a lot of upheaval lately. Uh, we're dealing with, you know, worldwide pandemic. There was the, you know, a, a global economic shutdown, a business shutdown. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, just a, a lot of angst out there. And you guys are as busy as ever or busier than ever. And how do you fill that pipeline? What's going on? How are you finding people? How are you? This. Yeah, you know, this comes from a little bit of business coaching too, as I've hired coaches and mentors um, over the years, is my business coach, he, he talked about in 2008, when the you know, financial crisis hit, and things were slow for a while thereafter. And I didn't really know what was going on. I was I was still in college in 2008. <laughs> right. So, but I, I listened to him and I studied 2008 and the, the economy since then. But what he did in 2008, and you see companies like Apple did this, Amazon does this all the time, is typically whenever there's any kind of panic, economic uncertainty, what happens is most people back up and play defense. And what I mean when I say that, you see companies lay off employees, decrease marketing spend because, hey, the tidal wave came, let's just hold our breath and then come up for air after it passes. Cut expenses. Yeah, which makes sense. And that's kind of, the, I, I call it the herd mentality. But what's so interesting to me is if you look back in 2008, if you can Google this too, um, just Apple, Apple 2008 recession, you see 2008, 2009, that's when they launched the iPhone, I think it was 07. But they pushed into the marketplace, competition backed up, and here they them at the time have their best year ever in 2009 where everybody else is suffering. <laughs> so yeah. they're, they're crushing it. And then over the past, we're in June right now. So the past three or four months, I mean, I don't know the exact number. How many people have Amazon hired? They've, oh yeah, Amazon's going through the roof, right? 200,000 people or something like that. Every time on the news, 75,000, like, oh my goodness. But what I see that's so interesting is when everybody backs up, you see them expand into the marketplace. And my business coach did the same thing with real estate. Um, so I said, okay, when this happened, like here's the chance to actually do it. And in the beginning, I was scared to death thinking, oh man, what if I like spend this money and, and it doesn't like work out? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? Just, just go for it, man. It, because I've seen it work before. It's just more so kind of taking that leap and you've got a full pipeline too. And if you, you work your tail off, like it's going to work out no matter what. But we just kind of went for it. And what I mean specifically is we increased our ad spend, hired a bunch of people. We're presently hiring so, several people on the agent side and on the, the staff side for different departments and such. But knowing, I don't want to say I knew, but I had a good sense that most of our competition and people in the field were going to back up with their marketing spend and everything. So in my mind, there's the, the perfect time to make that move and say, okay, if you want to try and be the number one player, like go for it now, because when things are good, everybody's doing the same thing. 
Yeah. But things are bad, they back up. Mm -hmm. So then you said that, um, you know, you're hiring agents, you're hiring uh, support and admin staff. Um, What does that look like? What kind of training platform? What are those folks getting themselves into? Yeah. So for agents, um, we've we've been developing um, a training platform I've been working on it for about a year and a half, two years uh, that goes through a lot of detail on how to build a business, how to market, but then talk about specific products and companies and riders, the nitty gritty details. So, I mean, in your business, you probably get questions every single day, like, Mike, explain this loan interest and this dividend formula to me, right? Because <laughs> you deal with all the yeah. brokers every day. Yeah. So those questions, we get them all the time too. And clients ask, and my thought is, okay, you got to, answer the question for the client and make it convenient and transparent for them. So we've created just video tutorials with visuals explaining exactly how it works. So from an agent standpoint, instead of them asking, you know, a guy like you all the time, me all the time, going to home offices to get answers, I've done that over the years. And now we've laid that out in a training platform. So that's helped alleviate the need to have to train everybody one-on-one fresh, like you see in the industry. So that was step one. Uh, so that's what our, all of our agents go through. And then we also offer that to people that don't work with us that just want to learn what we do and duplicate it. They want all the knowledge. So we, that's a separate business where we actually offer that program. But aside from the agents, the different departments, you know, that's just efficiency. So to give you an example, the client relations, right, or customer service. If you call an insurance company about a particular question on cash value, like a customer service rep, how often are you going to get the best answer possible from that customer service rep? Two or three times out of 10. Yeah. And usually it frustrates the client to death. Then they call you or me, the agent saying, I called the company. They told me this, you told me that. And it's just like, all right, no, no, no. They're probably just experienced. So my thought is, okay, that's a, a big problem in the insurance industry. How do you solve it? So literally, we created a client relations department. Um, the girl that heads that up here, Natasha, she started as the administrative assistant, great work ethic, follows through with everything. She runs that department. So now, all client relations, services, client questions and such, the nitty-gritty details, we've got a department that fields that specifically around cash value life insurance. And the, the client can still call the company, but we've got a department that knows exactly what that client's goals are. So we've, we've equipped that. So we built that up. We've got case design to design all the custom illustrations that we crank out. I don't know, a thousand of them per week or something like that. So a million different departments, media, marketing, it's just my mindset is you can't slow down and say, okay, let me not hire someone. Let me try and do it myself to save money. Hiring people, that's an investment, really not a cost. The more people you put on, the faster you're going to move. Um, so that's my mindset's changed there, by the way. By the way, I used to be cheap. You might remember when we first connected <laughs> uh, years ago. But it's like, just go, man. Just go as fast as possible. Copy the, the Amazon, Apple, the big players, because they'll tell you the same thing. Well, I had a coach at one point who would talk a lot about what, my, what was my hourly rate. All right. So if you're you're a professional, um, as if you were a lawyer, as if you were an accountant, a CPA working with a, in a billable hours situation, 
You have a goal for what your income is going to be. How many hours a week are you going to work? What does that break down into your hourly rate? And if you as CEO and founder of this organization are spending a lot of time on the phone with an existing client servicing an existing policy, that doesn't seem apropos with what your hourly rate is. Correct. So, um, that's great that you've got the, you know, you're putting those departments in place because a lot of times agents need help. You know, they have to get out of their own way. You don't want guys getting jammed up for hours on end running illustrations. You really don't. They have to understand and know the product inside now, but it doesn't mean they should be spending hours of the day running illustrations or talking to customer service. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. I mean, our agents, you know, with our, our comp structure and such, um, how it's set up for them is I don't want our agents to go prospect and get their own activity. I don't want them to spend time on illustrations. I, they want, they got to know the basics so they can explain it. And it is good to learn yeah. over time. But basically we inundate them with activity and say, Hey, just crank through everything and then maintain the relationship, service it engage with the individual if they have questions perfectly fine you want to make sure that that relationship's there and you're giving them a great experience but at the same time you know if they have a service need that requires you know, change forms loan processing whatever it might be that's why that goes the, to the other group the yeah. department yep make sure you defer it this way you can get back to your role and just crank through because that's how you're going to help the most people at the end of the day so yeah i i hear you loud and clear <laughs> So you want, and you feel like, let's talk about the rest of 2020, you're going to be able to consistently be driving these leads yeah. to, you know, your, your team that's working with you. What, and those leads, we've talked about it before. What does that typically look like? This isn't like, mm-hmm. oh, you've got a relationship with a mortgage company and they're sending you leads for people who just bought a house. These people are coming in. These are very highly qualified leads. Yeah. And I wake up every day and my, my inbox, my info account is stuffed. We've got leads that hit our site after viewing our content, whether it's you know, through a million different platforms and we reach out to them. Hey, calling from IBC global. What can I get you information on? And they say, Hey, so your videos, I'd like to see examples on this. And I've got a couple questions. But I'll get emails all the time, and I've shared a couple of them with you, which you, typically it's someone who's technical that likes going through all of our detail, but they'll say, hey, I want to see what it looks like if I move X amount of dollars into a policy. This morning I got one. An individual wanted to put in up to 65 k per year for five years, and then I think it was 30 k per year thereafter until he's 65. So he has a specific want. We're going to show him what that is and then explain him the pros and cons, the benefits like we would with anyone else. But as I get those, like I don't work them personally anymore. What I'm going to do immediately is tag an agent on that. They're going to cultivate the relationship. I'll still touch base with the individual because I don't want to just completely ignore him. Yeah, I'll touch base in a meeting and a call. Here's the examples. But the agent handles that relationship because they can do a better job at it than me. I mean, what I focused on is the marketing, the education, training everyone, providing the the video packages we offer to clients. We can serve more people at once that way. And then the agents maintain the personal, personal relationship and the client's happy that way. 
All right, if I'm, if I'm an agent or a professional um, or, you know, client, that matter, what's the best way to get a good look at who Steve Parisi is and, and what is IBC Global? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've got a lot of sources out there. Um, can certainly start with our website. Uh, we've got a couple sites, but ibcglobalinc.com. That's just our corporate website. That gives you an overview. Uh, our YouTube channel will certainly give you more of the, how can I put it, the technical side of me. <laughs> yeah. Where we walk through, especially the earlier videos, just going through a guy has questions on how policy loans work, different insurance companies, how to maximize cash value, and see exactly what we're putting out there, who we're attracting, and most people we work with, by the time they engage with us, are very, very close to step Z. They have a good sense of what they want, so you don't have to start all the way from the beginning, have four or five meeting. It's, it's more so, hey, I saw it, I get it, couple questions, let's go with this option. And then just right. make sure you're, you're servicing them and providing everything in a convenient and transparent manner to the consumer so they love working with you. Okay. Yeah, go to the website. Uh, go to YouTube. The content is fantastic. Um, very detailed. Uh, I, I never think that you're diving too deep, though, because those are the – you're answering all the questions that, you know, we get day in and day out. Um, and there's a lot going on there. It's, it's nice to see somebody break it down in, in a simple fashion. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just I look at it and sometimes I think, what the heck are you doing, Steve? <laughs> 25 minutes about a specific rider, but there's a, lot, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and some people love it. Some people it goes over their head. But, yeah, I mean, the teaching, the, the coaching and training piece of the business is something I, I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, I just look at it and know that I can do more I think I can do more coaching and training as opposed to the sales side and working one-on-one. -on -one. We'll continue to, to do both, but I like the, the coaching and training a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're the best. All right. Cool. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Mike.